Welcome to the Mama Matters podcast. Whether you're expecting, you've recently given birth, or you're just starting along your fertility journey, it's time to get down to the nitty gritty and sort fact from fiction. I'm your host, Rosie Dumbrell, physiotherapist and pregnancy expert. Mama Matters aims to provide an easily digestible, up-to-date and evidence-based approach to pregnancy, birth and motherhood with a side dose of humour along the way. Interviews from the industry's leading experts and experience of my own adventures as a mother to three gorgeous boys under four. I want to share the stuff that helps to grow confidence throughout motherhood. Mama Matters is a podcast by Lenny Rose Active and this is what you can expect to hear in upcoming episodes. Sexual pain, particularly in postpartum period, is not something that women typically bring up because they might think that it is normal. And while it is normal to some degree, you know, unless it's really asked about, they they don't tend to bring it up. And so podcasts like this that broach the topic and, and get it out there will hopefully mean that more women can reach out for help before it becomes too distressing for them. Hi, ladies. Welcome back. Welcome to season two. So exciting. Seems like a lifetime ago since I began the podcast uh, right in the crux of COVID-19 last year, 2020, the year that a lot uh, of us perhaps are happy to move past. But I do hope that you really found some solace, some education and some support through season one. And yeah, really delighted to have a great lineup to organise. I'm a lot more organised this time with my schedule uh, being just about to pop with a baby number four. So lots of recording going on at the moment. And today's episode number one for season two is with the beautiful Aliyah Hashem. We had her on last season, episode 36. She is a qualified sexologist and works with uh, Melbourne IVF as an IVF counsellor. She is also a sexologist with uh, Chantel Otten's group and uh, based in Melbourne and is really passionate about working with people from all walks of life, from heterosexual couples through to the LGTBQIA plus community. So the previous episode was just, you know, such a lovely, lovely episode to listen to and she just brings um, such calm and ease to what could otherwise be some really sensitive topics. So uh, it is my pleasure to introduce to you today, Aliyah Hashem. Oh, thanks so much for jumping back on the podcast, Aliyah. Lovely to see you again. Thank you for having me back. <laughs> um, we got such great feedback from the prior episode, episode 36, where uh, we had the pleasure of chatting to you about sexuality in the sort of fertility to pregnancy postpartum journey. And so I couldn't help but steal mm-hmm. your time again. <laughs> no, sexual pain is something that I see a lot in practice and I deal predominantly with women. So it's something that I'm very passionate about. So thank you for getting me back on to discuss it. Yeah, so t- uh, today we are discussing uh, painful sex and, you know, our audience is primarily in that sort of pregnancy to postpartum period, so we'll be focusing mm-hmm. around that, but I'm sure there's some takeaways for the general population as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So firstly, can you enlighten us on what primary causes of uh, painful sex postpartum? Um, we've obviously got like the mechanical um, sort of reasons with sort of birth trauma, but I'm sure there's a mm-hmm. host of other reasons that sort of sex it can become uncomfortable or painful. So can you enlighten us? <laughs> yes, I guess there are many different, well, not many, but there are different types of sexual pain, vaginismus being one of them. So to cover that off really quick, it's the involuntary tightening of the pelvic floor muscles upon penetration. So sometimes you might be able to experience penetration. Other times it'll be like, like the hitting of brick wall, but 
that is the primary cause of sexual pain that I treat in clinic. Other than that, there's vulvodynia as well, which is um, sexual pain on the vulva. And that can also be experienced upon sexual penetration as well. In terms of the postpartum period, research shows that most women will experience painful sex the first time they have sex after having a baby. And like you said, that could be because of the mechanical reasons of birth trauma. And it could also be a really scary thing to jump back into penetrative sex straight after having a baby because you know your body's changed your life has completely changed your relationship with your partner has changed and so it could be because you're breastfeeding and you're not experiencing as much vaginal lubrication as normal and that would also contribute to the sexual pain and it can also be a desire and a libido thing as well you know maybe you don't feel as turned on as you normally would and so you you do experience that pain yeah so we did actually um, we had a really great episode back in season one as well with women's health physio Annette Beauchamp and she talked a lot about like the mechanical side and tips in terms of like grabbing the lube etc I think she even sort of suggested lube is your best friend (laughs) I think she even suggested a glass of wine that may or may not be uh, appropriate when breastfeeding but uh, anyway (laughs) yeah let's get into a little bit more about vaginismus and what happens there or why that might be happening Um, is that is that yep. coming from, like, as you mentioned, is it coming from, like, potentially fear or is it purely, like, you know, is it that more mechanical or what's the sort of, like, things that lead into that? Yeah, so with the painful sex following childbirth, it can be vaginismus. And the primary cause of that is mostly body's response to feeling unsafe. So, like a form of trauma, I mean, trauma that comes from birth can be, you know, quite significant, especially on the vagina and the vulva and so most of the time it is unconscious you know you can't you know it's something that you know isn't at the forefront of your mind but your body is protecting itself and that's where that involuntary tightening of the pelvic floor muscles comes in and I I remember telling you a statistic that only 40% of women who experience sexual pain actually seek help for sexual pain and so there's 60% of women out there that aren't reaching out for help and help I guess extends beyond you know, seeing me as a sexologist, but there's also pelvic floor physio, like you said, you had one in your podcast. So I always work with a pelvic floor physio when treating painful sex, because while I can treat the psychological side of the fear and the trauma or whatever is going on, um, I can't treat the physical side. So having a holistic approach to the treatment of sexual pain is really important. Yeah, you'll definitely find some great gems going back and listening to episodes 15 and 17. Put it out there for women to write into us um, about their experience of sex after baby, and one of which said that they had really a lot of trouble for about 18 months after having a baby and they just couldn't even sort of broach you know, getting back in the sack and mm-hmm. then they saw a sexologist and that changed yeah. their life and I was like right we're going to get a sexologist on the show so <laughs> here we are today. <laughs> yeah yeah well I mean the doctor will recommend at least six weeks before you can start having penetrative sex again following childbirth but the reality is it's, it's whenever you're ready it can be six weeks, it could be three months, it can be 18 months. If the pain is persisting for longer than six months, you know, definitely if the pain is causing you distress, I think it's really important to reach out for help. You know, sexual pain, particularly in postpartum period, is not something that women typically bring up because they might think that it is normal. And while it is normal to some degree, you know, unless it's really asked about, they 
they don't tend to bring it up. And so podcasts like this that broach the topic and, and get it out there will hopefully mean that more women can reach out for help before it becomes too distressing for them. Yeah, definitely. And I think it, it is just such a sensitive topic for a lot of women to broach and even to perhaps broach with their partner. So being mm-hmm. able to, um, you know, come and speak to someone like yourself one-on-one, see a woman's health physiotherapist and, and and then involve their partner if that's sort of what they need to do to sort of get get over the line with um, with working with it. But, you know, it can really affect our relationships if we, you know, I guess a partner can feel like they're unwanted or, you know, if that's sort of struggling to get back into a semi-normal rhythm post-baby. It's not that there probably is any normal, but... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, like I think we spoke about last time, communication is so important, particularly in those stages following baby, because your body's changed. What you find pleasurable has changed. It, it's a completely, it's like starting from scratch. You're learning what feels pleasurable from the beginning and you're learning it with your partner. But I think educating your partner as well on sort of, you know, this is what to expect. I might experience pain the first time I have sex. We will need lots of lube. You know, maybe if it is too painful, let's just stop and do something else like oral sex or or just focus on the intimacy, like touching, cuddling, kissing, because you want to take that pressure off penetration. It's not the be all and end all. And we don't want to create a fear cycle around penetration as well, because that's the body's mechanism of your body closing up to keep you from um, experiencing that trauma again. And look, you know, childbirth is a really big thing and it can be quite traumatic. And even if you have a really amazing, you know, gentle, calm birth, I've had amazing hypnobirth um, experiences with three or three of my births, which is, you know, such a blessing. But it's inevitable that you will have that, you know, there is some trauma physically that the body has to go through to mm. stretch and to change. And even if you have no uh, symptoms of sort of pelvic floor issues or um, you don't tear or anything like that probably will have a low level prolapse or a, a what we call a grade one prolapse every woman that's given birth vaginally has that so um, mm-hmm. but you may be you, you know you might be lucky enough to be asymptomatic so touch wood hopefully that's the case <laughs> after number four but yeah, yeah but even but without think- having that trauma like a lot of trauma you can still be a big deal <laughs> well even women that have cesarean birth as well there's this assumption that that, you know, the sexual pain only follows a vaginal birth or a vaginal tearing. But, you know, a cesarean is quite an invasive and extreme surgery that does affect the pelvic floor and that does or can lead to sexual pain as well. So that's why it's recommended that anyone who's given birth at least at six weeks just go and see a pelvic floor physio to check if everything's okay. And then they can help you gain greater control over your pelvic floor as well. And on C-section, like quite often, um, I don't actually know what the stats are. We did a really great episode back with an obstetrician on C-sections again back in season mm-hmm. one so that's a great one to listen to as well even if you've had a C-section often it's an emergency situation or an unplanned you will have labored to a certain extent potentially before having the surgery and so there's the trauma there like you know if we're getting yeah. part way through labor so you know I think we can often brush it off as like it shouldn't be happening to me but there's a lot of yeah there's a lot of reasons and there's the hormonal side as well which you spoke about too which changes mm-hmm. how things feel and and level of lubrication and stuff yeah yeah definitely 
Okay, and we sort of haven't really touched on pregnancy, but is is painful sex in pregnancy something that you see much of? And could you sort of speak to that a little bit? Um, painful sex in pregnancy, mostly around the belly and 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 feeling comfortable having sex with a, quite a large belly there. And again, that can extend to um, feeling desired and 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 having that desire as well, because you know, particularly typically nauseous or tired, fatigued, and then that can also sort of return in the in the third trimester as well when you're perhaps your belly is larger you are feeling that fatigue swollen perhaps you're over it as well and then there is that lack of vaginal lubrication there too so I always say lube is your best friend and I'm trying to normalize the conversation around using lube but it's also you know finding what works for you and your partner and perhaps it's not penetrative sex you know, mm. perhaps it is taking the pressure of penetration and, and focusing on that, of course, of focusing on intimacy. And that's what I recommend to all my sexual pain patients, whether they are postpartum, pregnant, not pregnant at all, is that we just say stop penetration for the while because we want to we want to try and break that fear response that comes with, you know, penetration is about to happen, my body's going to close off, and then it's that cycle, that negative feedback loop. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, making it just a, like yeah, when there's less pressure, then it's, you know, the pleasure is going to be a bit more natural, I guess. Definitely. And it, it removes the expectation that, you know, if my partner kisses me or cuddles me, it's going to lead to sex or it has to lead to sex. Mm, yeah. And what about, um, we sort of touched on it briefly, but what about vulvodynia? What would be the symptoms of vulvodynia? And, you know, is there sort of a similar strategy there? Or I guess because it seems like if you've got a pain in the vulva, it's, it's going to perhaps be problematic at penetrative mm-hmm. sex as well. So this is why it's really important to come in and, and see a physio or a sexologist so that we can do such a comprehensive sexual history to figure out what's going on for you. Vulvodynia is the um, experiencing pain on the vulva. And so it can be generalized so around the whole vulva or it can be localized to a particular area. Vaginismus can become a consequence of vulvodynia because you're experiencing the pain and then your body is technically closing off to prevent that trauma from happening again. The treatment approach is quite similar. We, again, remove all penetrative sex as an option. And then we also work with a pelvic floor physio for treating um, the physical side of it as well. Um, And so they can have a look at and see whether it is the vaginismus or the vulvodynia. And the vulvodynia following childbirth could be due to a tear, for example, or something that's happened to the vulva during that um, event. Yeah, definitely. I mean, sort of superficial tears of the, the pelvic floor and the external layers are, are very common in, in childbirth. They can be less difficult to rehabilitate, but perhaps, uh, you know, come up with different consequences such as pain. So oh, we're just warriors, aren't we? <laughs> well, I guess the reason why you would come and see a sexologist, if you are experiencing any sexual pain, is to talk through what's going on for you and the emotional side of it, you know. Let's unpack the core beliefs around sex and, and the pain and penetration as well um, and perhaps go back and see what happened during your childbirth or, you know, your experiences of becoming a new mother as well because we also, you know, in the postpartum period there can be postnatal depression, postnatal anxiety as well and perhaps that's impacting on your desire and libido and causing that comorbidity of sexual pain. 
Mm, absolutely. And so it, yeah. when coming to see someone such as yourself, you're obviously mm-hmm. talking through the psychological side, doing a thorough assessment, working with a women's health physiotherapist generally in tandem. Is that sort of, yeah, yeah what else can someone expect to experience when, when seeing someone such as yourself, painful sex? So it's a combination of unpacking those core beliefs around sex and sexuality, as well as the penetration and the negative thoughts around penetration, um, education, and also helping you figure out what feels pleasurable again. Um, because if we are taking penetration off the table, you know, what else is there? Where do you like to be touched? What do you, where do you like to experience pleasure in your body? How do you like to be touched? And how does your partner like to be touched? And so it can be individual, but you can also bring in your partner. We can have a joint session. I can help to normalize some of the things that go on after childbirth as well and sort of create a common ground and understanding of what's going on for the patient as well as partner. I think educating partners is really key too because that also then helps take the pressure off the woman. Like, you know, it's kind of like yeah. twofold almost. So if they understand what's going on, then I think most, most partners, I'm sure, are so... So understanding whether male, female, you know, you can still feel perhaps upset or guilty, or you know, um, as as the person experiencing it, if you if it's affecting things, um, you know, in a negative way. Mm. I think you've given quite a lot of tips already. Is there any sort of things that obviously we've mentioned lube um, that the couples can try at home as like a first port of call before then going and seeking help? I would say take it slow. <laughs> try different positions as well if you are wanting to engage in penetrative sex really sort of explore you know perhaps it's one position that's quite painful but another one is okay the likelihood is that you will experience some pain after childbirth so see you know if the pain becomes unbearable if it's quite persistent that's when you can reach out for help but definitely experiment in those first few times following childbirth whenever it may be six weeks three months 18 months absolutely whenever the the patient is ready see what works for you and see what works for your partner as well know that there is help available and if it does become unbearable please reach out even if it's just going to see a pelvic floor physio first to check the physical side of things and get that clearance i recommend that to anyone because you know there are flow-on effects from the childbirth that can affect the pelvic floor physically such as urination and yeah and the cramping and the pain and things like that just normally yeah definitely and I love that you're such an advocate of women's health physios because that's one thing that pretty much I think there's not many episodes where I haven't sort of (laughs) hammered home that whether you're during pregnancy in the second trimester or in that sort of that six-week checkup it really does need to be with a women's health qualified therapist whether it's a physio or an osteo Mm -hmm. that's trained in the pelvic floor because you know GPs are fantastic um, obstetricians are fantastic but that's not the area of specialization and I think we just brush over it you know mm-hmm. creating that relationship perhaps in pregnancy can then really help to make that you know these kind of conversations and to you know just kick you off in the right direction um, in postpartum when you're getting that checkup so yeah I'm so grateful that you yeah. have the similar mindset <laughs> absolutely because you know gynecologists and obstetricians following 
childbirth, you know, if, if a patient does bring up, oh, I am experiencing painful sex, if they're not trained to deal with it properly, it can be it can be quite an invalidating experience. You could be told to go home and have a glass of wine and, and see what happens. But if it is really extreme and really painful, then you want to feel validated and cared for. Absolutely. And I think, you know, you're all about caring for other people in that period and it's you just want someone to help look after you as well. So <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for coming. I'm so grateful to be able to grab some of your time again. I'm sure I'll be harassing you again soon. Thank you. Thank you for having me around too. I really appreciate it. So, yeah, so great that Aaliyah is just so easy flowing and chatting about what can be perhaps, you know, something that's not so easy to talk about. Um, Hopefully that us chatting openly about it and asking some of the nitty gritty can really help you along your journey. And you can uh, reach out to Aaliyah, um, she's on Instagram at great.sexpectations and you can also, um, I'll pop her email in the show notes if you wanted to reach out to her, um, you can email her. She does work out of AISSM, which is Santa Otten's um, sexologist group and they do have women's health physiotherapists there as well. If you're not Melbourne-based, which I know a lot of our listeners are, but there's also a lot that um, come from around the rest of Australia. So she also does telehealth too. So, you know, make the services accessible um, I guess one of the blessings to come out of COVID-19 and this crazy new world that we live in thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today as always if you're loving what you're listening to please give us a shout out uh, screenshot of the episode that you're listening to and tagging us at Lenny Rose Active bye for now ladies This episode is brought to you by Lenny Rose Active, Australian-owned, three-times mum and physiotherapist-designed luxe, active and technical wear for the pregnancy to motherhood journey. You can find us on lennyroseactive.com.au or on Instagram at lennyroseactive.com.